in the synagogues, we're now reading about the uh, exodus, the exile in Egypt and the exodus in Egypt. And the question I'd like to address is, why is it that exile features so prominently as a theme in the Bible and in Jewish thought? I mean, from the very beginning, the exile of Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden, the exile of Cain, uh, Abraham having to go into exile in uh, Egypt, and um, Jacob and his sons going to exile in Egypt as well. And of course, throughout the later parts of the Bible, the Jewish people being exiled. Exile is a very, very common feature in the Torah. Why is it so? So I think uh, one of the answers is that, um, that in fact, and, and, you know, it's interesting also, let me, let me add the fact that according to the Midrash, ancient Jewish uh, literature, um, commentary on the Torah, part of the oral tradition, in the very second verse of the Torah, when it says the land was desolate and void, there was uh, darkness over the face of the depths, etc. The Midrash says that those statements, null, void, empty and void, and darkness and depths, actually refer to the exiles. First, the Persian exile, the Babylonian exile, or I should say Babylonian, Persian exile, the Greek exile, the Roman exile... So already in the second verse of the Bible, exiles are already there. Not only is there no sin yet, but there are not even people around. And yet, we're referring to exile already in the second verse of the Torah. And, you know, it's, it is interesting because the uh, theme of exile, the theme of the exodus and redemption from exile, is not something which has only caught the uh, attention of the Jews as a central part of our Torah, but, but, but many, many people in the world, many liberation movements many anti-slavery movements, many people independence movements uh, from Africa to South America to Europe have been inspired by the story of the Exodus and the Jews coming out of Egypt. And it is an inspiring story. But why is it that exile has such a universal hold on people and why is it such a major theme in the Torah? The answer, which is given based on the writings of Rav Isaac Luria, is the following. He says, you see, there's three main components of exile. Three main components. This is discussed by the Maharal in his book. He wrote a whole book about exile called Netzach Yisrael, the Eternity of Israel. And he delineates three major components of exile. Um, Number one, we are strangers in a strange land. The displacement from our native land, the Jews thrown out of Israel by the Romans and uh, not be living in our homeland. That is one component of exile. Kiger anochi beretz as Moses said, I am a stranger in a strange land. The second is that we are, as it says in, in Megillat Esther, the scroll of Esther, mufuzar umuforad bein ha'amim, scattered and separate amongst the nations. We are scattered around the world, scattered all over the world. So not being together. Number one, not being in our land. Number two, not being together. And number three, the fact that we are under the subjugation, we are under the domination of other peoples. We are not independent. We are not self-ruled. So, um, which is that we are, we are slaves in a sense. So the three components of exile, that we are in a different environment, we are not united, and we are ruled by others, we are enslaved. Those are the three components of the exile in Egypt. Those are three components of all exiles. 
And what the Arizal says is that those three components also exist for every single person. Because in a sense, he says, the soul is in exile. The soul is a spiritual entity. And as a spiritual entity, the fact that it's in this physical world, a world of time and space and ego, is an exile for the soul. The soul is a stranger in a strange land. It's not in the world which it's comfortable in. It's comfortable in the spiritual world, where there's no restrictions of time, there's no restrictions of space, there's no restrictions of ego. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a world which is uh, the spiritual world. That's a world in which the soul is comfortable. So, number one, I think we would say that, uh, that the first component of exile that everyone experiences is their soul is a stranger in a strange land. That is number one. In addition to which, I think we could also recognize that the soul, aside from being a stranger in a strange land, is also subject to a ruler other than itself. It is subject to the rules of the body. It's subject to the desires and the whims of the body. Uh, the soul may want to listen to the class. The body may want to sleep. Not in my class, of course, but, but in general, other people's classes. Right? The uh, soul may want to pray. The body may want to eat. And so on and so forth. So it has to live by the rules, foreign rules. It's under foreign domination. So it's also got a mass... Um, there's a level of slavery as well. And finally, we said that we are scattered and separate. So the soul also experiences being separated from other souls. In the spiritual world, there's a sense of unity with, uh, with God. There's a sense of unity with all souls. Whereas in this world, there is a strong feeling of division, a strong feeling of, of being scattered and separate. So that exile is, is really is a common theme because everyone's an exile in some, in some way. We are, the soul is a stranger in a strange land. The uh, soul is subject to the rules of this strange land and to the whims of the body. And the soul is scattered separate from other souls. What is the purpose of the commandments? The purpose of the commandments is to sanctify the world and indeed to turn it into a world in which the soul is no longer in exile, but is actually redeemed. To create, to out of this world, to turn it, so to speak, into a heavenly world, to turn this world into a world where the soul is more comfortable. Sanctifying time, sanctifying place, and sanctifying self, elevating it and showing the godly and the infinite in every aspect of the finite world. That's one way in which the soul is going to feel comfortable here. Secondly, there is also the idea of, of, of training the body and of coming to a level where the body is in harmony with the soul. The body lives by the rules of the soul. The soul doesn't live by the rules of the body. And they live together in harmony. So that's the training of the body. There are many commandments whose goal is indeed to do that. And the third is to create unity between one person and another. Commandments, which we call ben adam lachavera, between one person and his friend, are the commandments designed to create that unity. So therefore, by far, one, it's a very, very different view of the Torah. The way the Arizal views it, the Torah and the commandments of Judaism are really here to redeem us from exile. That is to say, to turn this exile of the soul being a stranger in a strange land, to turn this strange land into a holy land, the world. Number two, to turn this dominant body into a willing partner to the soul, into something which operates by the rules of the soul, runs according to the rhythms of the soul. 
and number three, to create a unity between one soul and the other by the commandments between one person and another. And through that, we'll achieve the exodus.